بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد إمام البخاري رحمه الله تعالى هيسد باب ما يعمل الرجل في بيته The chapter about what a man does in his house what a man does in his house, how a man conducts himself in his house. This narration here, or rather these narrations, four brief narrations, they are in relation to how a person, a man, is in his house in terms of with his family, in terms of fulfilling certain chores and tasks and errands in his house. And what the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was in this regard. Anil Aswad Qala sa'altu A'ishata radiallahu anha Ma kana yasna'un nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam fi ahlihi Al Aswad he asked A'ishata radiallahu ta'ala anha what did the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu used to do with his family? Yani how would he be with his family at home? فَقَالَتْ كَانَ يَكُونُ فِي مِهْنَةْ أَهْلِهِ فَإِذَا حَضَرَتِ الصَّلَاهِ خَرَجَ She said that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam he would engage in the chores and in the tasks of his family of his wife at home meaning he would help in the chores at home the domestic chores at home and when the salah would come then he would leave he would depart likewise an hisham ibn urwa an abihi an abihi qala sa'altu aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha مَا كَانَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمُ يَعْمَلُ فِي بَيْتِهِ Hisham ibn Urwa He said that my father asked Aisha رضي الله تعالى عنها and Hisham ibn Urwa's father being Urwa ibn Zubair the brother of Abdullah ibn Zubair the يعني the nephew of Aisha رضي الله تعالى عنها So he asked her he asked his auntie what did Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to do at home? قَالَتْ يَخْسِفُ نَعْلَهُ وَيَعْمَلُ مَا يَعْمَلُ الرَّجُلُ فِي بَيْتِهِ She said, he would repair, mend his sandals. And he would do what any other man does in his house. He would work as any other man works in his house. In another narration, she said, مَا يَصْنَعُ أَحَدُكُمْ فِي بَيْتِهِ He would do just as one of you does in his house. يَخْسِفُ النَّعْلِ وَيَرْقَعُ الثَّوْبِ وَيَخِيطِ She said, he would do just as any one of you does in his house. Indicating that the companions likewise, they used to work in their house, help their wives in their house. And then she gave some examples. That he, alayhi salatu wasalam, would repair his sandals, 
he would patch up his garments and he would sew. In another narration, when she was asked the same type of question, she said, Kana basharan min al bashar yafli thawbahu wa yahlibushatahu. That he was a man like any other man, i.e., he would work just like all other men work in their home. He would yafli thawbahu. Take away the lice from his garments and those things that are attached to his garments that are harmful. Remove those things from his, from his clothes and he would milk his sheep. So these four narrations, brief, no doubt in wording, but azim in the ma'na. Qalilan fil mabna wa azimal fil ma'na. Small and brief in their wording but great and mighty in what meaning they carry. And uh, no doubt the meanings and the fawa'id that we can derive from these ahadith are many. But the two main fawa'id and points of benefit that we want to bear in mind, understand, take home with us, and literally implement in our homes, the first one, that which the chapter title is in relation to. That the Prophet ﷺ, he would do the chores at home. The Prophet ﷺ, he would help in the chores at home. And the companions, عليهم, they asked Umul Mu'minina Aisha these questions. Because they re- realized and they knew and they saw that Muhammad wasallam, he's a man that is no doubt extremely busy. He's a man that no doubt has a great and elevated station. He's a Nabi of Allah. Not just that, but he is Khairul Khalq. The best of anything that is created. Think of anything that is created. Any single thing that is created, the heavens, the earth, the paradise, the angels, every single thing that exists, that we see and that we don't see, that is created, the best of them is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The most virtuous of them is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The most noble of them, the most beloved of them, of every single human being, not just human being. Every single created thing that exists, the most beloved of them to Allah is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Yet in spite of that, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she says, ala sabil al-mithal, she says this by way of example, that he milks the sheep, he patches his thobes, he sews as a needle, thread, sewing his garments, while Wahi is being revealed to him by the Lord of the heavens and the earth. And the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam is sewing his garments. And all the other chores at home, washing the pots, mending the shoes, mending the sandals, sweeping the rooms and what have you, dusting the, 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 the furniture and what have you. The Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he's engaged in these chores, in these tasks that many would consider menial. So the companions, Ridwan Allah Ta'ala alayhim, because they saw that the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he's a prophet, he's a messenger, 
He's an educator. He's in the position of, the fa- of a father. In that the father, he takes care of his children. He cultivates his children. He's concerned about his children. The Messenger of Allah والسلام, was in that position. Rather, true iman is not attained except if you love the Messenger والسلام, more than your own father. The Messenger of Allah والسلام, he was in charge of the governancy of the Muslim, the Muslim uh, Ummah. The Messenger of Allah والسلام, he was a leader of the Muslims when it came to engaging in warfare. The Messenger of Allah والسلام, has to deal with this Muslim Ummah expanding. And at the same time, he has to deal with the Muslim Ummah being attacked from so many different other empires that were greater. In spite of that, he alayhi salatu wasalam, he's at home sewing his garments, patching up his garments, cleaning the house, milking the sheep, mending his sandals, alayhi salatu wasalam. So what does that show to us? That shows to us, as Sheikh Zaid, he says, وَفِعْلُهُ هَذَا تَشْرِيعٌ لِلْأُمَّةِ This action of his, is a legislation for the ummah. It's an act that has been legislated for the ummah to now copy, to now follow. Many a times you find people saying, I'm not going to clean up my house. That's the job of the woman. Yes, the primary responsibility of the household is no doubt the woman. The man, he's in charge of earning the income. However, we see here from the sunnah of Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, that he would still engage in helping in the chores at home. Sometimes you find somebody, a brother, he embraces Islam. He takes his shahada. However, because he has poor examples, bad examples, he sees that from the culture of the Muslims in my city is that they are, they are always saying yes, that's the woman's job, and they they, and they speak about these menial jobs with disdain. Disdain. They speak about these jobs. I'm never going to touch any dishes. That's not my job. That's my wife's job. Yes, it's her job. But when they speak about it in that manner, no doubt to the new Muslim, to the one that is newly practicing, it affects him. He'll think, okay. That's the culture of these people that uh, are the majority of the Muslims in my, in my city. I see, for example, the Pakistanis in my city. Yani those that are Muslims, the majority of the Muslims, they are, for example, Pakistani. And I find from my interactions with them that they all look down upon helping their wife at home, in the chores, vacuuming, cleaning the window, washing the dishes. And uh, no doubt I'm going to follow suit now. So when he gets married, he treats his wife in a similar manner. Why? Because the brother that I took shahada with, that's how he is, and therefore I'm going to follow suit. Rather, we should take the Messenger of Allah والسلام, as an example that is to be followed, being good, helping at home. Sheikh, Sheikh Zayd ibn Hadi al-Madkhali, rahimahullah ta'ala, he said concerning this matter, he says, فَمَهْمَا قَدَّمْتَ مِنْ خِدْمَةٍ لِلْمَرْأَةِ أو لِلْأَبْنَاءِ أو لأهل البيت لا تغبن عليها ولا ترى بأنك أتيت بشيء أكثر مما هو عليك. 
He says, regardless of how much you help and you give service to the wife, to the children, to the people in the house, then don't consider it as a favor that you've done to them. Don't make them feel as though they owe you something. But rather, The reality of the matter is this is that the household is about what? Ta'awun. The household is about what? Everybody working together for this household to operate. For this household to be maintained. Everybody's working together. Everybody's helping each other in their respective in their respective roles. Nobody should become haughty and proud. I'm not going to wash any dishes. I'm not going to put the kids to sleep. I'm not going to change the nappies. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Why? Because لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا You have in the Messenger of Allah the finest example. So that is the main thing that we should derive from these narrations and that we should understand not allowed to enter in one ear and exit the other but rather when we go home immediately we, sh- we should implement this and likewise the second matter that this these ahadith they indicate to us is a tawadr of the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam the humbleness and the humility of the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam a leader of a nation and is cleaning up at home Imagine that. Imagine a president, a prime minister, a king. Imagine these chores here. On the most part, they're carried out by women, cleaning the house and what have you, washing the dishes. So now imagine a royal member of a family. A royal, a royal member of the family. Somebody that occupies the throne. But she's a female because now we've got a bit closer now. At least she's a female. So think of a female president or a female prime minister. A female prime minister with uh, a Brillo pad in one hand, scrubbing the kitchen floor. Imagine that. She's scrubbing the kitchen floor while she's talking to her cabinet ministers on the speakerphone concerning foreign policy at the same time. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine just a female prime minister Scrubbing the floor, you'd never even think of that. She would never even think of that. Yet Muhammad ibn Abdullah alayhi salatu wasalam, the one that is the chief of the sons of Adam, here he is with a needle and a thread patching up his garments. This indicates to us the tawadr of the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam. And as the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, he says, مَا تَوَاضَعَ أَحَدٌ لِلَّهِ إِلَّا رَفَعَهُ اللَّهِ He said in the narration recorded by Imam Muslim from Abi Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala an, nobody humbles himself for the sake of Allah, not to be seen and to be heard, humbles himself for Allah, except that Allah will end up raising him. Nobody humbles himself for Allah, except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will end up raising him. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, don't exaggerate in praise of me. Like the Christians exaggerated in the praise of Isa. 
Ibn Maryam, Jesus, the son of Mary, but rather say, I am a slave. Say that I am a slave of Allah and His Messenger. Slave. Sometimes when you're speaking to the non-Muslim, the disbeliever in Islam, you explain to him that we the human beings are slaves of the Almighty. Many a times you'll find him, as soon as you say the word, slave, but fakhr, that kibar, it starts to emanate now. You can see it coming on his face. As soon as you start to break down what this deen of Islam is about, and you tell him that we are slaves of the Almighty, he'll start to yeah, and he make an expression of disgust and, you know, what are you talking about? Slave. That's a bit humiliating. Slave. Would God really want us to call ourselves slave? That's your arrogance. Whereas Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa that was better than you and better than you and better than them. He says, he says, he commands us to say about him, I am a slave of Allah. Tawawr. Humility. He alayhi salatu wasalam was humble before his companions and he would set an example because he knew his companions are watching him. They're going to follow him. He alayhi salatu wasalam on the day of when they were digging the trenches in Al-Madinah because they were faced with an army that they were outnumbered by. So they had to dig a trench in order to defend themselves. So when he's digging that trench Bara ibn Azib radiallahu ta'ala anhu He says I saw the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam In the narration recorded by Imam al-Bukhari I saw the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam Carrying the mud Carrying the mud Because they're digging a trench I saw the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam Carrying the mud And then I saw the mud The effects of the mud On the skin of his stomach On the skin of his blessed stomach Salawatullahi wasalamu Jabir ibn Abdullah He said on the same day I saw, I looked at the stomach of the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, and I saw that he had tied to his stomach a rock. Why? Why had he tied a stomach? Uh, why had he tied a rock to his stomach? Because of hunger. Because of hunger. So Jabir radiallahu ta'ala anhu, in summary, he invited the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam. The Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he ended up inviting the Ansar and the Muhajireen. And when they came to the house of Jabir radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the food that was there was nothing other than one young of a goat and some barley. That's all the wife of Jabir radiallahu ta'ala anha had and huma had. Yet, this is a mu'jizah, this is a miracle that occurred at the hands of the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, that all the companions that were there, all of them were fed by the bread that was made from the barley and the meat that was made from that young of the goat. But the point, the shahid here is, ya ikhwan, who is the one that was serving the companions? Who is the one that was breaking the pieces of bread? Jabir radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam began with his own fingers, with his own blessed fingers, breaking up the bread into pieces 
And then he himself would go to the pot, scoop up the meat, put it on the bread, go to the companions and serve it. He would go back to the pot, break up the pieces of bread, take out the meat, scoop the meat, put it on the bread, go to the companions and serve them. Just like for example we may have some of our children or our nephews or our nieces serving their guests in our houses. Here is the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam serving the, serving the companions. So this therefore shows to us the tawadr, the humility of the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam and therefore that should be a lesson for us to follow suit. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك